0: Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed our Curvy Yoga community chat from last week. I have so loved doing those and having those conversations. And we have another one coming up uh, before the end of this season. So thank you for those of you who participated and shared your stories, as well as those of you who are listening in. So if you've been listening to the podcast this season, you know that one of my mantras is simple life. And that that's something that's been really present for me the past year or year and a half or so. And to me, simple life means really prioritizing what matters the most to me and doing my best to not say yes to the things that don't. And I talked about this in a couple different episodes, including the FOMO to JOMO episode, where I talked about moving from the fear of missing out to the joy of missing out overall, I would say that this approach is really closely related to minimalism, if you're familiar with that concept. And that's something that I have been reading quite a bit about the past uh, year or a year and a half, this time that I've been working with Simple Life. And I will share some of my favorite resources in the show notes because I've been reading a bunch of books and blogs and listening to podcasts and all that kind of stuff. So if you're interested, then you can check out those resources. And the gist of minimalism as I see it is really pretty similar to how I've been using the term simple throughout this season of the podcast, um, making more space for what matters and less space for what doesn't, whether that's your stuff as plenty of, of minimalism focuses on or how you spend your time. For me, how it's really shown up is getting very clear about my life priorities, which include my business priorities for sure, but not to the exclusion of my life as has, you know, very often been the case for me. Well, as has usually been the case for me, (laughs) except for very recently. Um, so some of these priorities include my relationship with Nick and spending time with him, cultivating deep relationships with my friends. So I've always been a friend who's pretty good at Remembering your birthday, sending you a card, um, checking in with you on you know momentous occasions, um, ch- you know ch- chatting with you a few times during the year, that kind of thing. Uh, but I have not always been good at the kind of regular not every single day, but you know, pretty regular check-ins by text. Like, how's it going? Or I know you were going to have a hard conversation at work. You know, how did it go? And so I've been getting better about having those kinds of relationships with a few of my friends who I really want to deepen those relationships. Um, Some other priorities, having white space on my schedule. And that to me means time that is unscheduled. I have found over the years that white space is really essential to my mental health. If my schedule is too full, then I can get really overwhelmed and anxious. And then I am just like not in a good place and not functional for uh, my life in the way that I want to be. So having that white space, um, also giving back to things that I think are important and having time to do the regular practices that are good for me. So yoga, meditation, movement, and journaling are kind of my top four things. Another way that minimalism has been huge for me and has really made a lot of changes in the past year has been in regards to my financial life. It's helped me to get clear about what purchases really nourish me that I actually deeply enjoy versus the ones that don't. And so, this doesn't mean that I never spend money on myself in a way that I find, you know, pleasurable or meaningful. It's about figuring out what really matters. This is gonna be a theme that's gonna to continue to come up around this conversation. So with my spending, that means that I'm more likely to pass on that cute top I saw when I was walking by at Target that just sort of caught my eye. And I know I would like, but you know, I already have plenty of tops, like it's fine. And save that money for something like a trip. So being able to travel with Nick, and, you know, do something that we're going to remember for a long time and have that time together. You know, there's something about being away that sort of out of the regular time that can really, um, just give the two of us time to reflect on our life and where we've been and where we're going. And I really treasure that time with him. So just getting clear about how we're spending our monies, particularly how I'm spending the money because I'm more of the spender (laughs) in the relationship um, and prioritizing savings and retirement and all that kind of um, grown-up stuff (laughs) that we're doing more now. Um, So all of these things are my deathbed things. You know, the things that I I'm hoping that I'll be glad I prioritized at the end of my life. I think I will be, and I know the same probably would not be true of sending, you know, copious amounts of more email or something like that. So like anything, I think that minimalism can be made too small. And what I mean by that is that it's really easy to get the idea that the point of it is just to see how little you can live with. Especially in regards to stuff. So there can be this idea of like, oh, I can't be a minimalist unless I'm living on less than a hundred items. Okay, no, I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's really about prioritizing what's important to you. And we can do the same thing with our yoga practice, right? You might have seen this in your own life or in other people's. We can get really focused on the idea that it's about being able to do a certain pose or practicing a certain amount of time and that's really not it. It's not as simple as that. (laughs) Although we're talking about simplicity overall, it's not as simple as that. So with minimalism, it's not to get rid of so much stuff that you even get rid of things that are useful to you or that you love stuff. And the same is true with yoga. So I don't think the point is necessarily to do a certain thing with your body, though that can certainly be interesting and empowering in its own right, but to foster a deeper connection with yourself. And that deeper connection very well may come from um, working with a certain pose or a certain movement um, or establishing a regular yoga practice. None of this is black and white, either or, which is a very uncomfortable place for me personally, because I prefer being on some sort of extreme. (laughs) I prefer the black and white approach to life. Well, when I say I prefer it, I really don't mean that. I really mean that I default to it, but I don't actually prefer it. I feel much better when I'm in the gray area in between, kind of finding my own way through, which is something that I think minimalism helps us with. So I have definitely applied minimalism to my stuff, especially during a couple of big declutters in the past year. But I actually really love decluttering in relationship to my stuff. I do not have a problem with, um, hanging on too much. If anything, if I have a problem at all, it's probably, um, that I'm too quick to get rid of things. So it, this hasn't been a big thing about minimalism for me because it's just not a big issue for me in general. Um, mostly minimalism has helped me figure out what really is important to me and what isn't. And so I mentioned that to say that when I'm thinking about applying minimalism to my yoga practice, I don't think the point is to get rid of complexity or to make the practice very short. I think that would be an easy way to think about it. Like, oh, minimalist yoga means I do one simple yoga pose every day. And that certainly could be how you apply it in your life, but I don't think that it has to be that way. To me, it's more about really getting into this heart really using your discernment to figure out what is important to you in regards to your yoga practice. What I have seen applying the concept of minimalism to my yoga practice it really means prioritizing it for what it is in my life and what it is in my life is a really essential ingredient of what I need to feel good both in my body and about my body and it's really helping to clear away the shoulds, the resistance, the inner obstacles to just say, I feel better after I do yoga. It is that simple and that profound. It's important to me. And so when I just clear it all away to that, it really helps me in a lot of different ways. I know from my own experience <laughs> that I am the kind of person who does best when I'm doing things to support my physical and mental and emotional health in small, everyday ways. I just need to, you know, like move my body in ways that feel good that day. That's going to vary from day to day. Um, Some days that's going to be fast. Some days slow. Some days intense. Some days gentle. Some days complex. Some days just shavasana. Again, the main thing here isn't what I'm doing, but why I'm doing it and really staying with that why. Um, This is also a mind thing for me. So minimalism, like I mentioned, is helping me to cut through resistance to my practice because what I have found over my many years experience with resistance in yoga, I consider myself something of an expert on that topic, Um, is that I am most resistant when I'm applying the most outside rules to my practice. So in other words, when I'm making it More complicated and more external in the sense of, like, oh, I just read um, uh, an article in a magazine about how you should practice yoga. Now that's what I'm going to do, versus kind of figuring out what actually works for me. That's when I'm just like, and I just slam right into a brick wall of resistance that feels very difficult to get through, much less over. So when I cut through all of that kind of mental fluff and get right to the heart of why I practice, Um, you know how when you uh, walk through a spider web, which is, you know, not the best image to conjure, but an evocative one, it will sort of stick to you. That's how the resistance feels when I'm in that um, kind of external approach to my practice. But when I am really using this minimalist approach, when I'm really cutting to the heart of why I practice, then the resistance feels less clingy and it feels less dense. Like it's easier for me to get through it. So, similar to the recent episode where I talked about lowering my standards in regards to my yoga practice, this minimalist approach to yoga has really helped my practice to become an easeful, regular part of my life. I practice most every day now, not because I should, or because I'm in a contest, even just with myself, (laughs) my favorite competition, um, or because I, you know, told y'all that I would or any external reason. But simply because when I look at my life and what I want to prioritize, those things I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, yoga is on that list. And when I look at my life that way, things feel very clear to me. And because I've also gotten clear about that With the rest of my life, well, (laughs) at least in some ways, you know, I apply it like 10% of the time, but I'm working on it. Um, I am overall clearer about it, regardless of if and how I'm implementing it on any given day. Um, I also have more time for my yoga practice because I haven't filled my plate with a million different things that I didn't really want to do in the first place. So if you are thinking about like, oh, how would minimalism apply to my own yoga practice? I encourage you to start thinking in terms of priority. So that has been very helpful for me. So you might um, start that inquiry with your yoga practice. So what role does yoga play in your life? How, if, why is it a priority? You might also go into this line of inquiry um, sort of like And the doorway next to yoga, which is what are the priorities in your life overall? So finding your own list similar to what I shared and seeing how yoga fits into that particular list. Some other things that you might consider are in regards to the yoga practice itself, what is important to you? So what really helps you to cultivate that relationship with yourself on the mat? Is it being in conversation with yourself and figuring out what works from day to day. Is it making sure you always do five minutes in the morning? You know, that again is going to look different for each of us. I definitely encourage you to um, resist (laughs) the idea that um, there's a right way to do this. What I think is empowering about minimalism is that it's really asking you to find your own way into your priorities in your life. So I hope that's an interesting thing for you to consider. Let's just take one breath together here to close. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga.